Gotta play to win every day. Never knock a grind or a hustle. Quarterback calls in the huddle. We not blood, but he know he my brother. He go, I go word to my mother. You know that I live by the way. All right, let's get right into it then. Welcome back to You're Not Gonna Like This. This is episode 27, Financial Literacy. A very important topic, if you will. A lot of people want to know about what is financial literacy and the steps to how to become literate in finance, generational wealth, investing, budgeting, the whole nine. We're going to do our best to try to hit on Whatever we can hit on to help you better understand finance, I might learn something today as well, because as guests, we got my cousin, we got him from California, way out there, we got him on here, and I'm going to let him introduce himself. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever y'all watching this thing, you feel me? It's your favorite funny looking cute partner tapping in one time, JD, yes, a good cousin of uh our, our our fellow tj you feel me and uh also one fifth member of the area 510 podcast so if you ever uh done finishing watching my 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 cousin's podcast go ahead and tap in and hear some, some some cool content man we're available on all streaming platforms uh we got got a couple of youtube's uh videos up too you feel me but more is on the way but yes uh thank you again for having me my guy of course, of course, of course, being that you uh, you are a finance major, you majored in finance at, was it Georgia State, correct? No, 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 Clark Atlanta University, man. Clark Come Atlanta. Shout out to the HBCUs, another, man. Another HBCU, <laughs> shout out to him. All right, so yeah, he's a finance major, and what better than have somebody that's been spending, you know, the last four years in secondary education, learning about the finance world, and my and having others. I had other cousins as well, but you know, unfortunately, they weren't available. I was trying to get Donnie, but Donnie, he's flying into Virginia tomorrow, so he oh, had to go to he had to go to sleep tonight. So we would have <laughs> got him. And yeah, we'd have had two finance managers on the show. So you know, so you have you have what I would say expertise at, at what we we're going to talk about today. But like I said, the main thing we're going to talk about is financial literacy, budgeting, and investing. Um, Two things, JD wanted to talk about the pros and cons of trading stocks, since everybody loves to trade stocks and things about that. And then the important necessary steps of generational wealth. So first things first, what is financial literacy? Well, it's obviously more advanced than just saying to be literate in finance. No, it's just a little bit more than that. So when it comes to financial literacy, it is the ability to understand and use various financial skills. With that, may that mean you know having a bank account, uh, buying, figuring out what you buy first, grocery mm-hmm. store, you go to the groceries, or you can buy the video game you want, all things like that. Financial literacy, big broad term, but very simplistic. What you got for that, JD? Oh no, no, uh, pretty much, uh, definitely nailed it on the head, but uh, I'll. Also add um, learning, like or, or not so learn. Well, yeah, actually, learning the uh, the different vehicles or tools when it comes to financial literacy or even financial services for that matter, or even learning how to manage properly. You feel me? Because when you hear the term financial literacy, people just automatically kind of assume like it. Uh, just more so focuses on like stocks and like bonds or whatever, like learning how to trade. But like, 
is so many different avenues to it when it comes to financial literacy as far as uh real estate um uh trading currency has been pretty yeah. popular oh yeah absolutely absolutely um for and, oh but budgeting as well too um and oh and also um vehicles or tools such as like life insurance and like really understanding uh where you want to be five, 10 years from now, or even like you say in a year or so, because everyone has like different uh, goals or admirations with what their definition of uh, wealth or even how they would consider for themselves to be comfortable because ultimately everybody wants to, you know, have X amount of dollars and be able to pretty much do whatever as far as uh, travel or, uh, buying use, using nice things whatever look luxury things of that nature but uh but ultimately uh and based when we get on the topic about generational wealth that really is what Wayne is the key main key focus is when it comes to financial literacy because you definitely have to be selfless or uh not selfish but selfless because you gotta prepare or plan for not just for yourself, but especially if you're passing this on to uh, to a child or maybe to a, a business partner or wh- whomever, you know, because when you're gone, you're going to hope that your uh, finances or your your uh, funds will be able to ease anyone else's troubles from five, ten, or let's say, say three to five uh, generations, you know, but. You know, it's it's definitely, uh, especially like I say, these past two, three years, a lot of people been more uh, having more of the conversation about it because I feel as though it's definitely uh, a foreign language when you, when you start trying to throw in big words or lingos for that matter. But like I say, honestly, it's just really about managing and like budgeting your uh, your 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 finances. It really exhausting all your options as far as uh, what how you're going to see that goal <laughs> oh, yeah. yes that was that was, that was that was a lot low key but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was my sorry about that i, I tend uh, to, to yeah, ramble sometimes but, but i promise i try I, knowledge is power you know they got they got a lot in that nice little spiel there about how financial literacy can be applicable to not just what you are doing now but five to ten years in the future and you talked about another important thing life insurance things like that being that i'm 20 i turn i'm 21 now 22 september but i got three more years until um they kick you know to the governor kick me off you know my mom was helping <laughs> life and car insurance and all that and i gotta go find my own and stuff like that i gotta know what premiums and know and all that great stuff but you know what i'm gonna worry about that when i get there but you know you know i'm gonna worry about it you know i'm gonna worry about it when i get there because if i ain't got the money to afford it then there ain't no point in worrying about it (laughs) and and that's and you know you definitely have to be honest with yourself because a lot of people tend to spend on what possibly they may have or or thinking more so like oh yeah i'm gonna have it eventually but it's like no you gotta really be honest and really understand or try to definitely not try the ultimate goal is to spend or earn more than what you spend or spend less than what you earn because we tend to i know especially when i was uh growing up um i wasn't necessarily you could say the, the most responsible but you know, definitely my my uh, p- 
parents helped me uh, understand, at least trying to save for another thing, just, <laughs> I think we'll probably kicked it off to a degree was like <laughs> when my dad, uh, we take, um, probably when, you know, just getting, getting, uh, well, it's a couple things. So with him, you know, get some shoes or whatever. And he was like, Hey, you know, you got these Jordans that, you know, they about like, you know, two, two, almost 300 sometimes, or you can spend that same amount and get two pair of shoes. And I'm like, well, shit, who doesn't want an extra pair of shoes for the same price you was going to pay for one? And then that way you can, <laughs> and you, can uh, you know, have different uh, options as far as um, outfits you can wear and stuff. You're not having to <laughs> always wear the same thing, trying to dress, or just just basically have these shoes that I'm probably going to end up dirty in anyway. But uh, that's one thing I, I appreciate about more so having the option to have like certain uh, things when it came to that in also uh even getting inspired as far as even doing good in school um one of my mom's friends uh they would uh challenge me to say if you get all age you get two hundred dollars i'm like oh don't that's easy money like (laughs) (laughs) now now i will say granted i know uh not everybody has the you know everybody learning strategies different or just they but but when you put money in front of people they they go find a way for sure so uh and and definitely when you looking at uh if you get a chance you know kind of see like these fortune 500 companies or folks that you see more so in the business side that you don't necessarily see them doing any real physical work but but they still in all making twice if not three times as much as someone who's putting their body on in line so it's like not only can you make more by just really more so processing things it's but who don't want, you know, wants to uh, have to always physically work for it when you can really strategize and basically be making money while you sleep. So that's, that was something I was like, shit, who, who don't want to do that? But I understand math isn't always everybody's best subject, but I know that that at least helped me at least want to be interested in that field. So uh, like I say, it definitely was a learn, learning process for uh from having to uh, really understand, like, all right, you only got $10. That don't mean you go to McDonald's and, and spend eight of that. <laughs> you know, you ain't, get, you ain't getting nothing back for next week, you know, so you really got to put things in Allocate it exactly. Allocate, exactly. So, so yeah, it, I've got <laughs> tons of overdraft stories or, or, uh, <laughs> or just, well, you know, going in blind thinking that yeah, I made an account but but I t- honestly it just it's uh within yourself it's like look I'm I'm <laughs> tired of having to keep guessing like what do I really have and like what do I need to do in, in order to get to where I want to go so that's a lot of things people unfortunately that's older than both of us that still don't uh are, aren't as responsible or even care to think about yeah. that but you know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, that, that changes, you know, you know, you be the, the originals and then those that come after us will have all the knowledge and the power and things. So it's not these huge gaps and all types of things when it comes to being financial, financially literate and other things with that example. You know, I heard they said, I think it was Jay-Z. It might be Jay-Z. It might be somebody else. But it sounds like something Jay-Z would say when I heard it first time. When I, somebody told me, he was like, if you don't have 10% 
more than 10% of the item you want to buy, then you shouldn't buy it. So like, for instance, if you don't have 600, at least $600 in your bank account, don't go buy the new video game off the street. No. And, and, and to the agile point, because I, uh, I think to what, what Jay-Z's uh, direct quote on that same uh, sentiment was, if you can't buy it twice, then you don't need to buy it at all. Uh, so one ten percent can't buy it twice. I know it was something, something that. <laughs> but you 10%, even ten percent going percentage wise, you know that's the you know that's still true. A fair I game, like that but, too. Yeah, that might be that might be my own quote right there because them three hundred dollars. <laughs> if you ain't got three K, bro, that that ain't gonna come. That ain't gonna come back quick. Just know that. Or like like another way is like the way I get paid. I can break my checks up. Fifty percent, fifty percent, fifty percent goes to the bank account. Fifty percent stays. You know that's my spending money. That's what I got. So, you know, check, you know, $1,000, I got $500, $500. I can spend $500 or whatever I need. But I also got to think about things. I do got to pay for, like, gas, of course, and, you know, the credit card bills and all the other stuff that's going to come in at the end of the month. So I got to make sure I have money for that as well. So it's like, for me, personally, my mom has always thought of me as being, like, fiscal. Like, I've always been real fiscal, very financially responsible with my money. She's always thought of that as of me because when she tries to says to my sister like now TJ is like way more like he already knows where his money is going before when he gets there like he be making plans with, with the money and that is very true like <laughs> I'll be key on my hours like I know what I'm expecting based on what I work and I was like I know what's coming and I'm like all right so this is what it's gonna go to you know if I want to get some clothes I got enough money to get some clothes if I don't I don't you know stuff stuff like that so like the long story short is like Financial literacy is is really not hard, guys. It's it's really not. It's like it's it's like anything else. Like once you practice it, once you practice it enough, you're gonna become adept at it. You're gonna know how I I can't go buy this now because like I got the speakers and I want Windows 10. I've been wanting speakers and Windows 10 for like the last two years, but I have not bought it yet because it's not been a time where it's like okay. I can actually go get this and then be and then be good, not just be like oh I got the new speakers and then. Credit card bill late night. Credit card bill. And nobody wants that forty dollar late fee. Damn. Extra bread. But all it's good that you uh you having that discipline um at this age because like everybody say, makes mistakes. No, I ain't no, say I'm always absolutely. I ain't say I've always been disciplined. Like it's been some irresponsible purposes out here. <laughs> but um, you know, long story it's like Long story short, for me, it's just like I don't. You don't want to overspend. You, you always want to have money in your pocket. And I like. I like having. I like having money, even if I don't spend it. It's like I just like having it because it's like if anything you goes wrong, need emergency funds. Exactly, and if hmm. anything goes wrong, I can go do this, that, and the third, and be good, and not be like, oh, I think I only got a hundred dollars left. What are you gonna do? Because people exactly. swear a hundred dollars is a lot of money, but. Gas back back thing. back in front. I just like paid ninety five and before maybe ninety eight. Look, you know that gas you spent know. to on gas, like you say, on gas or what? going out to eat. <laughs> what man? Look, you know you heard about that gas shortage on the East Coast over here, bro. What even though we we ain't we we fortunate to still have gas right now, but shoot, I'm seeing them prices right, and as me being a and you from Cali, five dollars easy. 
I mean, shoot, just about, I think, um, the, the art. So the most expensive one, and mind you, I got to fill up with premium. So, you know, that's an easy. <laughs> so Jeez, the, I think the, the most expensive I, I didn't see was probably 479 right now. And I like, I literally just passed by a gas station, but see, thing about financial literacy is that you got to take advantage of some of these companies that's literally is giving out free money to agree so i literally had downloaded this uh app called gas buddy and it's like not no plug or nothing but i mean this is something i use and based and they got something similar to it as well um i forget the uh, actual name of it but you Ultimately, they they you know you save dollars. So, for instance, if I see that four seventy nine uh um gas station whatever because I got gas, buddy, they'll maybe take off maybe six cents or maybe even ten twenty cents. You feel me? Depending That's on the week. What? So it's like, and you think that may not add up, but if you put in dub in there, you feel me, or or you gotta fill up the whole tank, like you can easily save like you feel me two three dollars that. Would it ended up going to them versus you can keep that in your account? And some may think like, oh, they can spend it on whatever. But like if you add it on or filling it up more than what you, you would like, then shoot, that's you almost saving five, ten, twenty dollars. Like promise, like promise up with just this past, just like an hour ago, I was pumping gas and gas is two eighty five, but I got my sheets card, so you know it's three cents off the dollar automatically. <laughs> I got fifty dollars. I had fifty dollars. My truck took all seventeen gallons of that gas, uh, and I finished with forty eight sixty eight. So I had a dollar and a half to spare. If I didn't use that loyalty card, I wouldn't have got that fifty gone. <laughs> exactly, that fifty gone. But I saved it. People like it's a dollar, bro. Hey, look, man. That hey, dollar, look, you, that, you that, still that, need a dollar, dollar for that for that drink that you want. <laughs> that dollar might come into play later when I need it, when I need it most. But now, nah, yeah, definitely do that, bro. Like if you got a gas station, like now, don't get, get no credit card now. No difference between the credit cards and the loyalty cards. Mm-hmm. Be loyalty member. You don't want to be credit card member because that's a whole nother process of extra stuff. Like, nah, you don't. I don't know why you'd have a gas a credit card at a gas station anyway. You're not buying gas that frequently. Every two weeks, every week for me, but still. Uh, if I'm not, I'm not gonna fill up my car if I ain't got the money for it. That's that seemed like an extra bill to pay at the end of the month. Like, no, nah, yeah, no exactly, need. Exactly. Like, no need. Yeah, I'm not trying to have all these credit cards open, max of two at the most. Back and going back to financial literacy, and, and mind you, I used to think that way too. Like I really, I didn't want to touch my credit card for nothing in this world. You feel me? Like I really hate the fact that, or knowing that I gotta owe somebody some more, or have to pay this off. You feel me on some money that I don't got? I get it. That's but, what I'm saying. It's a, it's a finesse. I feel like it's but, just but, a but, but, but you can also use that to your advantage to, to, to if you're planning the right way because. Especially if if nowadays people are being business owners, you can use those lines of credit to either start up your business or get something that, you know, get a nice little pick me up. And, and your ultimately, of course, your goal is to pay that off, you feel me? But just knowing that where you're at right now, you at least have the buying power to, you know, make certain moves or assets to where it will not only just pay that off or when you can, but, you know, put you in a better position because ultimately uh, what, what the, 
my 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 boy uh Dom Kenny would say, man, it's it's OPM, man. It's other people's money, man. You really don't have to spend your money like that for real. Or you is as they say, it's definitely you do, insane. you do, but you don't. So like when it comes to like fancy, like all subscriptions are on my credit card because you know, when I think about it, it's like when my mom made a good point, she was like, you're gonna have to get one anyway to get like a house and stuff exactly. like that, and everything. Exactly. So you might as well use it down and get it right and try to build your credit the way you can. Cause you're like, you don't, you already like you have a credit score, it's good. It's just like you might as well just go ahead and just make it better. So when you do apply for your house and stuff like that, you gonna you gonna you're gonna be okay. So and when I think about things like that, like we put our scriptures on there, like one. Even though I know I gotta pay it when it comes to the end of the month, it just takes a burden off of your chest because like, dang, all right, I ain't gotta worry about okay, this bill hitting today and today and another day and another day. It makes like your life easier because like now mm-hmm. all my subscriptions are summed up into one big bill, and that one bill is coming on that one day versus me trying to figure out four or five or six <laughs> days. I got cycles. bills coming. I got one bill coming at the end of the month, and it's always coming. And like Discover, I have a Discover one. Discover is really great. Like they do the cash back and stuff. So like you know, you 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 build cash. So eventually, you know, as you keep paying your credit off, you know, you pay it on time. Keep doing what you need to do. That cash back builds up, and then you know, it can be like you know, twenty dollars or fifty dollars or something. And then you cash that out. And like, okay, got a nice easy fifty dollar payday. Just paying your credit credit card on time. Like. I was opposed to it at first. I was like, bro, I just was never cool with the fact that, like, so I got to own money to make money. But, you know, but, but the, and, the and quote it, is, you got to spend money if you want to make money. So it, it is some truth into that. And even going based off, like, unfortunately, how this system is, because I'm sure how they needed to back in the day, because this is one thing, you know, you go into the banking shit and, or or to wherever you're trying to uh get a loan up or some some startup money, you feel me? And it's like, and granted, you can have the best plan in the world. Like you can you literally have the plan to, to make a million tomorrow, but because they don't know you like that or they don't have any real history in terms of how long you can sustain a certain amount of dollars or be able to pay your bills on time and stuff, like all that is reflected on how you can't even like purchase that house or even get in the car or whatever it's it's sad i mean it's i you know ultimately looking at it yeah it is stupid but ultimately well it's a practice that you can show that yes i do everything on t- or i pay everything on time i don't let bills like linger whatever don't get hit no late fees and and grateful and thankfully that my parents uh opened or put me uh or gave me a credit card or opened a credit card account when I was probably 17, I believe. So, and mind you, I'm not touching it or doing nothing, but because those years are adding up until when I do decide to get a house or, or plan that my credit is already, like you said, pretty, pretty decent. So you can, like you can definitely finesse the system or, or, manage it or properly plan with a good financial or financial advisor which is uh, i can definitely plug some as well but you know that'll be later on episode but but yeah man it's 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 like say it's a a a more so a tool if you change your mindset behind it because 
like, but granny, like, say, you always go still need to be responsible enough to know that you do got to pay that money back or at least apply for one that you maybe don't. But it's, 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 uh, hmm, def- definitely easy management. And, and also, even going back to as far as accounts, which even made me even have to do better for myself because back when those times were or not back when those times but when paying for those bills and <laughs> you waiting you thinking it's about to come out to check in on time or, or right away and you think like all right i should have this amount left over but because they damn near sometimes take almost two two to almost a week to that shit to go through and then you damn near spend more than what you thought you had or i mean i know that was uh that was kind of my issue uh at the time so i actually have I, probably about like five accounts at this point so i got an account with wells fargo i got an account with uh one united shout out to them black bank um and also i have an account with uh alley bank which is like an online uh service but they are at least as of right now have the highest percentage rate that you can get uh letting your money sit there because you know banks ain't giving up no money no more and only buy pennies <laughs> of the dollar unless you got a couple m's so but with ali they um yeah i think they're sitting on like 0.5 if i'm not mistaken so it's i mean granted if you just land your money sit somewhere and you wasn't playing on either building nothing anyway then at least put it somewhere that's gonna grow or comp- compound interest if y'all don't know or don't take nothing away from this video compound interest I'm telling you that's it's literally everything that you saving up or as time goes by you feel me so and without even have to do nothing with it but um and um, ultimately the reason why that i i have so many is because of things like that that i have an account that's strictly like for bills or that i want to maneuver this way and then so me <laughs> a little bit um one well we've been dabbling well first of all we've been talking about budgeting at the same time talking about financial literacy so we kind of killed two birds and you know um one stone of course so that's great as you know we, we, we attacking everything like we want but like to keep in line with why we're talking about banks you know that leads me to the investment point since you talked about compound interest you know my mom another point she made me to like two years ago because you know I you know you because like you know father passed away so you get a hair just like that when you turn 18 you get all that and my mom was like I want you to take twelve hundred dollars out and I want you to put it in a certificate of deposit a CD if you will a great a great a great tool of compound interest and you know just that alone um in a year's time because I said I'm gonna set it for a year just to see how you say set it for a year see how it goes and, you know, when that year comes up, you can see if you want to take it out or you want to keep it in. So did the 1200 I come back a year later, it's 1600 And like you're telling me, and then look at your, and then the best thing is you got to understand interest rates. Because interest rates are applied, I don't know, every month or every two weeks. I don't know how exactly they work. It, it depends but, on which one you uh, invest with because some do go by monthly or like quarterly or whatever. So it's yeah, like, exactly. that's another thing. You definitely want to do your research and your homework on what you're investing in. You feel me? Because people definitely. would, you know, think like a CD is going to move like a stock when it's not. That's one of the more safer options to when, when it comes to investing or 
using a, a tool for a compound interest. Now, what I'll say for those who want to take that as well, and and for someone at your age, um, definitely don't be scared to take any like risk or or to invest more aggressively. So the three main components: either you doing the aggressive, someone in the middle, moderate aggressively, or whatever, or more so conservative. Now the difference is, or what which, when you should be doing it is during your early younger years. So like as of like saying shoot basically as soon as you're born until maybe you hit 20 should probably even close in mid in your mid-30s where you can really just go gung-ho and try to you know invest in all like like penny stocks wild whatever but of course again it's under your financial plan <laughs> and what makes sense to you but you at least have enough time to recover or bounce back from a a loss or a possible loss or even or grow much faster than just more so having it sit in something that you will probably want to more so consider when you about to retire or whatever because you don't want to take too many gambles or risk anything uh yo 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 uh fortune off of something that can crash tomorrow or whatever like you need something that's going to be like when this is probably around when you're your, your 50s or your 60s or whatever when you want to be be more on the safer side of of investing and having things that's go for show come back with a a, a positive versus a, a you know going in there crazy and shit you feel me so it's yeah yeah it's um it's a lot it's a lot yeah say because you got mutual funds um which is a vehicle that has multiple of a uh, stock. Well, you know, even before even going into like those, like just understanding, you know, CDs, bonds, like stocks, uh, um, trading, foreign exchanges, like the difference from that. So as people should know already, stocks is basically uh, in simplest terms, like a vote and a voting percentage in an actual piece of the company as far as best so when they make money you make money, you make money. so and as far as like what you'll need to really do your homework on if you weren't really want to get in as far as stocks like who's the ceo like what industry are they in like who's their competitors like all that plays effect uh an effect on where that company will be in the next five to 10 years or even like tomorrow, whatever, because it can fluctuate from just even somebody being in on, on Bloomberg or somewhere and thinking that, Oh, uh, TJ just took over the company of uh, Nike, but he's only had experience in the, within this pace for a little over a couple of months. And, Depending on who says that can determine on how your day is going to look. Now, of course, people always, not always, or they pretty much try to invest all based off of emotion too, which you, that's a instant no-no. You you really got to think logical and more so for the long term. Because I used to get caught doing that myself and should still do to, to a certain stance because <laughs> back, back when in my uh, college days, I actually had a... Uh, a couple of stocks in uh, Sony, and this was when it was twelve bucks. Now, mind you, this was in 2013, and I'm thinking it was going to be like instantaneously how fast it's going to grow. Like, oh, all right, this twelve is going to instantly turn like 
to damn near 30, 30 bucks by like maybe in a couple of months or so. But because me being impatient and not really looking at the long term stash or long term path that I ended up selling them. And now if you look today, it's damn near almost at a hundred dollars. So it's really going through or having that time and that patience too when it comes to investing as well. Because and, and granted, you can still uh trade in a way to where you can still hold your uh your assets and and um not be affected by a crash or whatever. But ultimately, like I said, it would be if you're doing it at a younger age to where you can bounce back or, or no, I have to worry about all that. I'm telling you by, by, by year five, year 10, you probably quadruple your money. If you, if you're doing it right, you know, or the, if you put it in the right place. So yes, yes, please people just take, take your time, do your research <laughs> and, and, and go forward for the long haul, you know, and, or, or, you know, really be firm on your plan. Like I, I like, just like how you, uh, said earlier like i want to stick with this cd for like a year see how it looks and then if depending on the turn is i either keep it or i'll put it in something else so yeah i might because like now that i kind of like it the way it's going for that i'm like i might do it at my other bank too Be like you know what put a hundred dollars in there let's just let it sit there you know because like you know it is a fee to take the money out but let's say you have an emergency you know the, if if it's not if it's if you're taking like let's say you know I put that hundred dollars in and it's like a thousand dollars like two three years from now and the fee is like three hundred dollars I'm like well technically, <laughs> technically technically it's not my technically it's not my money it's more than what I had to do so actually I made more I made my money I made more I made money and I just took a little bit out to take it out immediately because it was an emergency because I had to take it out but like Technically, I'm not, I didn't spend my original money. And that's the whole, that's the whole bonus when it comes to like investing in things and things and things of that nature. Like when you invest, like, like JD said, you got to be in it for the long term. Like if you're not, if you're not spending your original money, then you're doing the right thing. You, you're in the right, you're in the right like foreground. You're doing the right things because that means your money is compounding, it's building so that you're not spending your own money to do it. And like things like, you know, me and him both being podcast, you know, we aren't concerned with views and things of that nature and just trying to talk and just trying to be popular. We want to actually deliver great content and things like that. But obviously that's in the background of our minds, of course, it's like, you know, we spend a lot of time doing what we do. So you're like, you know, why is it not nice to get paid for it? So, you know, things like that. So, you know, when we work on those subscribers and things like that, that's what we try to do because, you know, in the background, we want to get there. So it's like, you know, we doing our thing here, but, you know, we still, we can pay for it too. So it's like a double incentive to keep going where we're going with. And that's like, that's, yeah. and that's yeah. real, and that's real, and that's real, and that's like, it's like real great. So like, and I try to tell people like, you know, when it comes to like marketing and business marketing and things like that for like the podcast, like for me, I'm on all social media platforms. I'm trying to get with it. So Instagram, obviously, because that's the easiest one to go to. I got a Twitter. Twitter is kind of hard for pod because you gotta you gotta be tweet you gotta be active to get followers, and it's hard to it's hard to tweet like you're doing your personal account. That's not the same kind of tweet. You gotta you gotta have some kind of restricted. You can't just be saying what you're saying you're personal on your pod because it's like you gotta find that balance. I'm still trying to find that balance, and once I find that balance, 
my Twitter will get. My Twitter for the podcast will just elevate. So I'm starting to learn how to use TikTok effectively now. Finally got that down, you know. Likes is the wave, man. If you get like a couple of likes, it can get to more people and the views is going good. So like for the TikTok joint on the podcast right now, I think for both, because I got two separate hashtags and it tells you how many views you get on the hashtags. Mm. I think I'm at, I want to say I'm over I'm over 3,000 views on both the hashtags separately. So, and then, you know, I got yeah, a sound like I need to get on TikTok now. <laughs> it's, a, it's, 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 it's a real, like, one, you have to understand the algorithm and how it works, but the algorithm, that's a lot of fancy stuff, but low-key, it's very simple. When you post a video, it gets pushed out to, like, a small little group of people on the full, on what they call the For You page or has Instagram has Explore. It gets pushed out to that. And it's based on interaction at that point. If somebody shares your video, comments on your video, or likes your video, it gets pushed out to another set of people and then another set of people. So every time you get a like or share or anything like that, it keeps getting pushed out and pushed out and pushed out to more and more and more and more and more people, bringing more and more traffic to your page, long story short. Mm-hmm. And the best thing about it is it's built for like the attention span, being that a lot of people don't like sitting here and like, for instance, they're not going to sit here and hear us talk for 30 minutes. They're not going to sit. They're going to. That's why I break it up into chapters, like with the timestamps we do. Bring them in the chat. So people need to be like, all right, I want to know about this instant. Bang, I can go right here. Learn about it right now. That way I ain't got to sit here through a whole 45-minute episode trying to figure out, okay, when they going to get to this point. Uh, finally, none. Go straight in the chapter. So like in the 16, 15 seconds, you can do stitches. It's, I'm starting to learn it. I'm really getting into it. You know, I'm getting my <laughs> personal. I, I did it personally at first. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to stitch videos till I learn it. And I learned how to edit with the tools, the green screens, and all of it. I'm kind of kind of really learning and I'm starting like, okay, I'm really getting it. Like my last, like, like, like my last preview I just did, it got 500 views. That's the most I ever got on this thing. I got 500 views on that. And I got like three followers out of it too. So I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard you doing some good out of it. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I'm on all social media. I'm on all social media platforms because I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like, you know, bolster it because like, obviously when I get guests like yourself and others, it's going to get out there. But why not promote it faster? And then when you use hashtags and, 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 other, and other things like that, it's like, it finds more people. Like it's this one company that does like, like shout outs. And if I didn't start, if I didn't use hashtags and stuff like that, I would when never have found, found that company. So now I got, when I get my money right, of course, I'm going to go back and like, all right, I'm going to, cause like, it's like 30 or $35 to get a, a, a forever post in the story. Nothing too crazy. You know, it's like, okay, I'm putting $35 into it, but I'm already paying 15 a month for the, for the Zooms. And um, I'm paying like, uh, I use Buzzsprout, so I pay 18 for a month for that. So like I'm already paying for it, and it's a one-time expense. But that one-time expense, he got that 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 that, that little social media company got like, don't want to say two million people, three million followers. So it's like, you know, it's, I get a forever post. Anytime somebody comes back to that joint, they are gonna see that post or a story. Hundreds and hundreds. See, of people but see, see just it. just like just how you looking at that app, that's how people need to look at their finances like that. Really, exactly. The, 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 the Have, because. Yeah. We, we we tend to find money on things we want, but but tend to lose track or think it's too much when it's things that we need. Now, granted, sometimes some things that we need may be more out of pocket 
But if you tend to buy little things here and there, like ultimately you could have paid that same amount within that time frame by all those little purchases from or or you can say gifts, if you will, to like say just being patient and putting it to the side and bam, you're just getting out of the way. But um, but yeah, even kind of going back to uh, or wrapping around back with podcasting, uh it's there's hella different ways that you can go, go about doing one. So I know for you, I've seen you uh, using definitely getting the Zoom and, um, you know, uh, operating through the laptop. So you don't necessarily have to worry about the mic or a video camera because you got two in one right there. But some like myself. <laughs> Actually, I'm on the phone. I'm not on the laptop. Oh, well, shoot. Even, even better. Like I'm saying, like, there's so many different ways that where you can uh at least at the right now be able to make content or or get your stuff out there versus i know for myself because i got four other uh partners with me that's uh, on the podcast as well and i know and i knew just based off of a phone or maybe going through a laptop it may have not been as productive or or maybe as clean when it comes to like different people's uh mannerisms or how they speak up on the mic or whatever so it's like you gotta kind of put that into the plan and be be honest and like really like putting in that investment and and even going back with um like just proper budgeting you know because um like i say even with me having those multiple accounts that so i have this you know my main job coming out of this uh, account but i have it 80 percent going to one uh wells fargo and then the other 20 to uh one united and that 20 percent is like me paying myself because we tend to basically slave over our bills and i got that uh strategy from my my good partner uh mr bill wealth uh jasper smith and uh financial uh cost of a financial group or concierge you feel me so he definitely uh helps helps people or uh businesses get to where they need to be so and then, and when he had said that i i you know took heed of that because like damn i really you know, granted, I'm am getting paid, but like, do I really put aside enough to where like I can really have fun, like say, or have those uh enough <laughs> enough dollars to where I can at least buy a shirt without feeling bad or or digging into like the bills uh account? So, and and even like say with the alley uh, account, I like say just use that. So while I technically still have money that either I'm ready to use for investing or just have it to save for any emergencies, which should be arranged from three to six months because we all, you know, especially how this uh, pandemic hit us, you feel me? A lot of people was out of work. So, and those people who were living check to check don't know how they go be able to get, make it this much or, you know, got how the, <laughs> the country's been going with with delays on getting a uh, um, they unemployment or even trying to get the PPP loan, whatever. So it's like you got to really think like, all right, if I was to stop working today or if I was to be hurt today, how will the bills be paid? So whether is that you putting away for uh, enough money for an emergency fund or getting like disability insurance, you feel me, which ultimately will pay while you're you're injured of course you know so just looking at that because i've literally been through that when i had ruptured my achilles you know uh back in 2016 and i had couldn't 
do my actual job because it required me being on my feet. So I was basically down uh, for like almost two, three months. And by during that time, I mean, thankfully that uh, I had saved enough to where I was still putting aside, but because I ain't have shit like a disability uh, policy that, you know, I had to basically use my own funds or, or the funds that uh, I ultimately plan on saving for worst case scenarios. But, but yeah, man, like I said, it, it all ties in together. You feel me? When, when it comes to financial literacy, like you can use these same methods within different spaces, just like say with podcasting or um, any, any uh, avenue that you like say, even shit, if you, damn near uh farming or something you know like you gotta <laughs> gotta have your crops that's gonna be able to be ready two three months from now or you know it's gonna be that one that's gonna take longer than that so you just gotta water those plants and be consistent with it you know <laughs> yeah the big the biggest thing like you said is like you know budgeting and investing financial those are just terms but really the term that encapsulated encapsulates or the quote i could say is basically like Always focus on the bigger picture. Always focus on it. Obviously, what's in front of you seems like a lot at first. Like, and I'm gonna use pocket because this is just a prime example that I have that I always do. Like at first, it's like when you first start podcast, like, okay, what are we gonna talk about? Guests, episode releases, all this extra stuff going on in front of you. But if you always look at like, okay. The little things are always going to be annoying and scheduling and getting people on and all these great things. There's always going to be a problem with that. But if you look at the bigger picture, like, you know, you put in, if you just do it, you put the work in, you know, the labor, the fruit of your labor is going to come back to you. It's going, it's going to come back to you. And then it's like with this investing, like, like I just started with my friends, you know, I'm always been ready to like, invest and like start to build something back home of course because you know farmville needs always needs a couple of additions so you know instead of saying like okay let's just let's all try to save up individually a big sum of money and just go throw it at a property i we bought i bought up an idea i was like all right so we should do it like this we're gonna open a bank account saving account deposit only savings account and all of our names and then like all right, with our regular jobs or whatever we accumulate over a month of us working, however jobs, however we accumulate our funds, you know, whatever percent we, we set, we'll set a certain percentage and we'll be like, all right, we're gonna put that in the we're gonna put that in the saving account and then the rest of it you do what you gotta do. But like that way it covers our backside. So like, okay, we we ain't throwing our eggs in one basket with um all uh, uh, the basket, we're just throwing all our money in the bank and, and just trying to buy a property. You know, we building our money up. So, like, as we build our money up, we can see, like, okay, okay, what do we want to invest into? What do we really want to put this money towards? It gives us more time to think about it while we're still building our, while we're still building our, our bread together. So, like, it's really just a bigger picture thing, man. Like, if you always have the bigger picture in mind, the finances and the financial literacy and how to build wealth, as we will talk about in a little bit, um, it becomes very, very simple. No, yeah, I overstand, completely agree, because and, and one thing that you definitely want to make sure that you do have in your corner, that's people who also have that same vision or understand that this is a long-term thing, because some of us may uh, have or bring in some, some, you know, some good friends, family members, whatever, how close they are to you, but they may not 
be as passionate or maybe a little more uh, trigger happy when it comes to what, when, how fast they want their uh, investment or they return to, to come back. So as long as you, you got people in your corner that's really in it on, on one accord and, and looking at it at the long-term aspect and yeah, and putting your, putting, like I say, it's five, five, uh, I'm, have business partners with with a uh, total of five of us. So if five of us each put together uh, a hundred uh, a month or whatever, you feel me? Like I say, oh, which is five hundred coming in each month. You know, times that by twelve. What's that? Shoot, hold on. Sorry, y'all. I'm not the. <laughs> my mind be a little blank sometimes. Uh, doing this. You said five hundred times twelve. Mm-hmm. That's six bands. You feel me for for a year now. You turn, you put an extra uh, zero, say five thousand. Now, now, Granny, you know that may sound uh, huge, expensive. You feel me? Depending on where where everyone life is, you feel me? But another thing I I took from my my guy, Mister Bill Wealth, is to work until expensive is cheap. So take that as you will, because I mean. <laughs> It's certain things like how it's like you know you may not be able to afford that right now, but if that's something that you truly want or or seeking to obtain, then you're gonna find some ways to you know really cut down. Or just like say we we do it every uh with uh with shit that we want instantaneously, like say how them PS5s was going, you know, like <laughs> people knew that you can you know you may take some time to or do whatever you can to, to, to get it online, but somebody didn't found the plug, but they selling it for $300 more than what, what the original price is. So it's like, are you go bite that bullet and take it because, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to find, or you just go be patient and be like, look, I, I know what it's worth and I know what I got right now. And I'm just do that. So it's, it's it's like I say it's it's all it's the bigger and, and picture mental and what what in in being being honest and being, being patient and discipline discipline I'm telling you <laughs> discipline and always looking towards the future is how you can learn how to um like understand all these tools when it comes to finances and. Uh, it's just, it's just so, it's just so much. Like, you gotta have that that ambition. You gotta have that ambition to be like, yo, I, I want to learn it, and I'm willing to spend set some time aside to spend some time and and learn it. Like, now that I've kind of got the social media and learning how to get myself out there and how hashtags and all these other things work, and other avenues creates. When I started looking towards my actual job like I want to be a personal trainer I'll learn how to bring in clientele and things not mm-hmm. just talk to people that's in my circle I'll be able to stretch it even further because it's just like all right I know how the social media works I know how to market on social media now now I can use that to further my business therefore only not only not only getting myself out there but in a long in a in a short but long-term way it's going to make me a lot of money because that means all right, a lot of people going to be like, okay, oh, he knows what he's talking about. He seems very occasional. I like his plans. I like his workouts. Okay. Hey, how about you write me a plan? Man? How does these plans work? How much they cost? Things like that. It, like 
the small things are nothing compared to the larger things. That's the biggest thing people gotta understand. The small things are nothing compared to the larger things. The little nick, the little tic tac knick knack things, man. You know, let those, let those, let those, let those petties go. Let those um, adversities go. Yeah, and and don't be afraid to mimic anybody's uh strategy. You feel me? Oh, like this, if anything, this is probably uh when, it, especially when it comes to investing or finance, like that's almost applauded. Like people, all the like, <laughs> if people had or was able to invest in like a a Bill Gates or a Warren Buffett uh portfolio, they would because it's like shoot, they, they Bill Gates built Microsoft were, out of his college dorm room. So it's like you you gotta uh I mean there's no you don't have to always try to invent something or, or always be the first to do something like you know unique or extravagant like you know there's rules in place or or strategies that set up to where like people are still following from back probably in the 1800s or uh, before but i mean granted now of course things adapt and change and like you know shit like the dollar used to be, be worth something but now you got uh currency such as like crypto coming in you know of course or shit now it's it's people are are well in invested or or uh believing it now but you know when things like that are coming or are uh unexpectedly or just you know that that new thing is like of course there's always going to be resistance behind it but if you kind of look at it in the grand scheme of things it's like shit who really carries money nowadays you know like like really physical dollars i mean unless you like a rapper or somebody or just <laughs> can't get no uh business or a bank account or whatever but ultimately as far as like your real big dollars like they all are online so or all basically in, in in the system in the internet so when you hear things like a crypto or or exchanges um like that it granted it's it's hard because you don't know what what's it backed upon you feel me because with dollars you can shit gets printed but because the more that it gets printed the less valuable it is so like but because it, and but um like I said getting to the crypto space it's like it's that's is a whole nother beast within itself, which I'm still learning uh myself, but ultimately it's gonna be another tool. You know, like you're gonna see a lot more of uh uh Bitcoin or or something along those lines of uh of an ATM. Um you're gonna be able to purchase way more stuff with uh a Bitcoin or or cryptocurrency for that matter. So it's like and shit, you can even see banks and everything now are being yeah. open or are using their own cryptocurrency or making their own coin. So it's like you use if if you are paying attention, though, you should see the, the world is changing. On. So it's like either you want to get with the program or you know you're gonna be far behind thinking that where your <laughs> where your mm -hmm. retirement funds was gonna set you off, or you thought you just needed like maybe a little over half a million or maybe a million dollars to be cool when shit you probably end up spending that or that dinner be gone within your first three five years in retirement if if you just spending it just on some whatever and then you know as you get older you got nieces nephews or people that like oh can you you know birthday shit coming up gifts whatever like you and you like said you retired so you like you you worked as far to, to you know do whatever you want go on trips or whatever but if you didn't set aside of the compounds or even um 
uh, what's what's the actual the, the real term? Um, inflation, inflation. Because just like how you always hear back in the days when it was like, oh, I remember uh, a dollar used to give me X amount. Well, all all these items, but now shit, you a dollar yeah, ain't probably. barely can get you a a, a happy bill. Then so it's, man, listen, <laughs> pack of gum at the store. Really. No, that that is the gum, and it's only probably gonna give you four, and they go want twenty five cents on top of that dollar. So it's right. so it's not worth any. It's not worth anything anymore. And the world's already going to that way. Like chip cards, like everybody, like bro. I don't remember the last time like. If I took out like cash out of the ATM, I had to sit there and think like, bro, when was the last time I took out cash for ATM? Like everything is so card based now. Like I pay by card for like everything. Like everything. Like my barber card, clothes card. Like I stopped going to one bar because I was because he was like, man, you gotta stop paying in cash, man. I get my money three days later. I'm like. So I was like, all right, I'll go to somebody else that's cool with card because like, bro, <laughs> like it's so it's so like bro, like cash is just a thing of the past. Literally, like bro, nobody is out here literally carrying cash in their wallets. Like the only people I know is carrying cash in our wallets is your dad and his people of his age. Like my <laughs> mama don't my mama don't even carry cash in her wallet, bro. Like everything is just so computer cute computerized now, like chip cards now we even getting tapped so you just tap it out paid oh. now nah, we are readers like bro it's bro like that everything is electronic bro like that's why I, I like everything is changing like cryptocurrency i'm not into it now because one i don't know anything about it i haven't really looked into it yet because i'm just still trying to get the whole like passive investing and things that first like, I, gotta, I gotta understand the building blocks of investing before i just go throwing my money and everything because Twitter said, oh, it's tight. No, you don't want that. You don't want to do that. Because then, then that's not investing. That's that's just wasting money. And that's it's a fine line when it comes to that. But, you know, we didn't hit on all the budgeting, investing, and financial literacy. But let's go ahead and take it to the next step. Um, You know, we mentioned stocks earlier. You know, we talked about it a little bit. Didn't get really too in-depth with it. But when it comes to, like, you know, stocks, like, Long term, like JD said earlier, bigger picture because, like he said, with that Sony stock is twelve dollars now. It's a hundred dollars. It's twelve dollars twenty thirteen. It's a hundred dollars now. So like, that's an extra eighty eight dollars long term that you could have had. You know, and if I had multiple shares of that twelve dollars, man, be going listen, crazy. I'd probably be talking to in in a different environment right now. You know, but but hey, that's just one of those things as an investor. You yeah, live and learn. Uh, take on the channel or learn from you know because there's always going to be a a new uh company or something that's hot that may not be something people are speaking about or looking into right away but once it's in the masses or or up there then should you you was you can be like a whole nother game stop you feel me and like how that rally went but um but yeah just kind of going about what the pros and cons of investing again kind of going back what i said earlier like you should invest with your your feelings like you you really have like there's there's literally a formula that you can or that i feel as though everyone should use when they're doing it and it's uh referred to as asset of allocation so what that looks like is so 
some people use a hundred to um start it off. My professor taught me to use one ten because and that number is based on the life's expense, not life, but uh your length of your money. Because again, going back to retirement or when you do want to retire, that hey, can I stop means- you? Can I, can I stop you real quick? You froze. Oh, so you just talk. You was, nah, you're good now. But um, okay, okay, bro. So you was talking about your formula. If you mind starting that back from the top or trying to summarize what you already did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem, no problem. So yeah, the formula I was referring to is called asset of allocation. Now, typically, some people use or start off with a uh, hundred, but my professor told me to use a hundred and ten, which ultimately is the. Exp- uh, life expectancy of your money so because again going back to retirement that once you retire whatever you have is literally what you have so and, and if you don't still have other streams of income coming in as you're retiring then you ultimately if you just got 500,000 in the bank then that's all you got and if that dries up long or summarizing everything people live longer than what they they actually so you thinking that you you gonna be set or like say not looking into inflation when things only cost but so much but that five hundred thousand ain't gonna be gonna be the same in 2050 so so back um smack i can get like a little quick board and try to write it down uh, is it backwards on your end or no nah, it's just clean it's clean it's clean i can see it uh, area 510 asset allocation you just got to right. keep it right there and just go up because that's what it right. like the last cool. night reflecting off it. Cool. Perfect. Perfect. So, again, this is basically what the formula starts off at. And, again, that 110 represents how long you want your money to last because, again, we as we see people outliving their retirement funds and shit, you probably seeing somebody's grandma or grandpa up in that CVS still working and trying to make ends meet because, shit, they ain't put enough away to make sure that they were secure or did the right thing so this is one of the ways you can do it and, and now that 30 that re- it lives that uh, i'm using me an example so i'm just hit 30 you feel me so i'm subtracting that 110 with my age so at 30 so that goes down to 80 now with that 80 i should be investing 80 percent uh amount of in the stock market, you feel me? Which is why I said earlier that if you start younger, that you'll have more of a chance to, you know, do actually more riskier uh, options and investing, which where you can get a return vast faster versus doing uh, something a little more conservative like a CD or a bond or something that's only going to, you know, give you a certain amount of dollars uh, every like one or possibly three, five years, whichever one you use. Now, the thing about going now, we kind of work backwards because we want to go to 100% of what we're using. So now with that 80, I'm going to add 10% or, or, yeah, add it back up with 10, which that number ultimately will be how much you should invest in like mutual funds or like bonds or like something that's, you know, like say a little more on the conservative side. Uh, but that you but you don't want to say put all your your eggs in there because again you you at a at a time where you can uh take take more a little more of a risk you feel me so 
and then now it sets you back into 90. Now, now this could change or or like I say, you can uh use whatever five percent or how you wanted to reach. But for me, I would say you can either use this in crypto, but I also say maybe put it in more like a in an um like an insurance policy or uh shoot what else um and I thought I thought I had it written down but I I'll have more of a list for, for for TJ for the descriptions as well but uh again that's you 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 rounding it back up to um so you get into that hundred so after that five you can get that ninety five. And that and that five percent you should hold in cash because you always go have some type of emergencies going, you feel me, or something that you're gonna need on hand, you feel me, because you don't want to put literally everything that you're investing or that you want to use for investing to be in the market. And then you'll like how TJ said, oh. be hit those penalties when you try to withdraw too soon or or you know, trying to take yeah. out. So you definitely want to at least have whether that is uh online or physical because let's let's say even worst case scenario that if uh, everything electronic was to like mess around and crash then i mean you at least have something on hand physically at least for that matter to be able to use for like you know getting groceries or whatever necessities you need if if something like that were to go down but let's pray that <laughs> we're in a society that it doesn't uh do that so or well, i want to say it doesn't do that but at least in a lifetime that it won't happen with us. So, but I mean, with the gas thing going on right now, I, it's, it's not necessary. You might want right. to start. <laughs> so, so, so please, please do this wisely. And, and, and as you can see, you, you write back to a hundred. So now how does that ultimately look again? Uh, so if I got, just base it off now, now, mind you, it, it is a, uh, you you do have to pay to play because sure there are uh platforms or or yeah platforms that you can like buy or or yeah you can buy into a stock with like literally with just like a dollar or like you know small amount like that but if you get into more of the more uh mainstream platforms like a fidelity or like an e-trade for that matter they're going to basically expect for you to pay whichever whole amount of sh that share is so let's just say for instance that we got two thousand to to spend or whatever so out of that two thousand going back to the to the first top with with after you subtracted that one ten based off your age so if you was 10 <laughs> so in this case if your child or you just a baby or whatever then that means you can literally do do whatever at this point because like shit they they ain't even young enough or old enough to understand what's going on so you can but but as well if you also want them to uh get in or want them to go to college or something like that there are funds like a 529 that it's more educational based because you can use that for them paying for that as well which also builds uh money over time you feel me versus just having to put in into a savings account but again i'm not your financial advisor and, and nor am i telling you to invest in that specifically because well, i don't want you to invest in some shit and thinking or you lose some money you be mad at me or tj so no nah, 
Disclaimer. Yeah, no, we just want that. Go to your account, <laughs> please. We are just hoping, trying to give what we know because knowledge is free game, man. And knowledge is power, and knowledge always helps everybody succeed at the end of the day. Indubitably. Now, yeah, so with that 2000, I'm going to take that 80 that I got from my age, and you feel me? So point, point eight and that's another thing too y'all have have you a little financial calculator too you feel me because i mean i know some of us are maybe better in math than others you feel me? but you know that's to be prepared check out the calculator arithmetic is not the easiest of things so so 1600 is what you should be investing in, in you feel me or the the amount of dollars mm-hmm. out of that 2000 that you should use in investing sure. now also when it comes to actually buying the stock what at least i was taught to use is to only put in seven percent of what uh or in whatever uh, of that 1600 so that way you're not putting you're using that phrase putting all your eggs in one basket or investing in too much of a, in one company for me it's like seven is basically more so the safe number if you will so it's you know pretty pretty uh, uh interesting and in, uh practice and and i'll just even go ahead in terms of like, like i use that same strategy uh in this um app that I use called a stock trainer, which basically you can uh, project or, or do a simulation, if you will, on like investments or whatever. So like, or, or trading stocks. So, and I did this in, or started this in 2019, like, and, and said like, if I had 20, 20,000 to invest right now. And, and at that time, 2018, so I was 28. So, out of that twenty thousand, what where uh where would I be as of today? So as of now, I'm thirty six point fifty eight percent up, and I literally not only made my money back from projecting my money back, but I also now am over seven bands basically, and I can show y'all right here. I don't know if y'all can uh. Okay, stock check, stock trainer. There's another app for you all. So we got two apps. We got the gas buddy and stock trainer, man. So yeah, man. Yeah. And and it's funny too because like you know, you just and this is literally me just not doing anything as far as like trading or like selling or anything like that. Like literally just buying the stocks that I was familiar with or or consumer, which another thing that if you are gonna invest at least invest into a company that you can have some type of understanding that how they will make or how they will lose money because we, you know, everybody tries to find that next uh, GameStop or, uh, you know, that next hot thing that they may not even understand the whole industry. Like, mind you, I don't know nothing about um, like oil or you know things that have to do as far as like um 
physical labor, if you will, like or 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 even more so like shit like gold or uh silver, copper, all that stuff. You feel me? Like although that is things that you should also entertain as well because you a lot of things, especially like copper, has been going up, which you know surprisingly because he was losing uh or <laughs> there was a shortage on on the coins for a little bit so it's like things like that but but honestly yeah man it's 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 um definitely uh ways or or tools that you can use to uh kind of do some hypotheticals or or really get a grasp to understand like what what you should do as far as investing wise because we Especially nowadays, I've I've this probably the last two years has probably been the most I've actually had. Even my parents are starting to ask me more like, hey, how do you feel about like Robin Hood or like, hey, what should I invest in? And it's like, first of all, do you even know what a stock is or even like understanding the 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 basis behind that? And most of the time it's usually no. So I'll throw in another app. Uh it's called uh MyLearn which it used to be something else, but it's like learn, learn Wall Street, whatever, which basically it's, uh, um, or, or it's actually just called learn by Wall Street. My bad. Learn by Wall Street. So you should be. Learn by Wall Street. So push buddy, stock trainer, learn by Wall Street. Gas buddy, stock trainer, and, and learn, learn by Wall Street. So, and it should, all of them should be. Three apps, three things you take away. Those apps, the asset allocation formula, Anything else you found important, those four things. Oh, and the bigger picture. All right. Five things you got. That's your five. Fast five right there for you. Yeah. And because with the 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 learn app, you it literally goes off a of, uh it's like a um like this new shit like Babel or or some type of uh app that that trains you or or guides you as you go like literally goes down the basis like why like what is this stock why should you have a uh buy into stocks or even like understanding like financial goals and things of that nature you feel me in different levels to where you get to like the basic the intermediate and in a advanced uh context of it as well too so you'll get to actually grow and like learn like even when you start in businesses and like or starting a business and understand the difference from like uh, a LLC versus a, a non-profit or uh you know understand how to you know balance uh use like a balance sheet or um you know doing taxes for that matter which everybody should be I mean granted you know you it's only so much a person can endure within themselves. So you should at least look for someone who is definitely a, a professional and has a, a tenure of people who are satisfied enough satisfied clients that they tend to go back to. So just, you know, use that as you may, but, but definitely you want to uh, reach out to a financial advisor to help you picture out your whole plan because it could be things that even for myself or TJ didn't bring up or even for yourself that you're thinking like damn I, I ain't think about it that way or I, I forgot to look at that aspect because we tend to always focus on the now versus you know things like like a life insurance policy you feel me because we we don't know when our time is you know and especially as a as a a black uh, or uh, African descent in in this uh, country, you feel me? So you can be gone just by either in your room or uh, or being at your home or just 
going down the street trying to buy some candy, bro. So just having that uh safety tool. But 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 then again, if I also want to be fair too, like life insurance wasn't always the sexiest thing back in the day because it was people back with our parents or our grandparents who did buy policies and they got the short end of the stick or didn't get nothing uh back from it. You feel me? So you definitely want to make sure whatever institution that you are buying your uh your insurance or your policy from that it's reputable and they have a record of giving back to their uh to their clients too. So okay. I myself okay. I, I have a Northwestern uh, mutual. Um I got something through my uh job as well too. But like I say again, there's uh definitely um other um companies that you can look into or or even smaller uh um more small businesses that that do also offer those plans as well okay all right well yeah there y'all go right there y'all kind of got what y'all should do with your money how y'all should use your stock got a couple of more after that can help y'all to get better at your stocks and, you know, like I said, knowledge is power. You know, it's good. Get the free game in, you know. Uh, I wish there was more time. We could always allocate more on these things, but, you know, we don't want to keep you off for too long. So we might as well get to the last thing here, and that is generational wealth. So we've kind of talked about it the entire time, really, about how you if you invest now, you can do stuff with your kids later, your nieces, nephews, little cousins, Whoever may come across your timeline, because someone's always born every day. So, you know, um, you could learn about these things. And, you know, the, obviously the most important thing about generational wealth is like, not only will you be good, but your family will be good. Your friends will be good. Like, everybody will always be okay, no matter what you do. And, like, if you become literate in these tools that we have mentioned countless times throughout these episodes, maybe credit cards, maybe savings, bonds, stocks, whatever else you may do, um, it will, it's all things you can learn that help your children learn, like, okay, all right, this is the mistakes I made. Now I want you to make these mistakes. Now you got this. And then now, you know, we ain't, we not, we not work, not now, it's not the whole family working on a fast food joint. Oh, it's a bunch of Jay-Z's or um, Oprah Winfrey's walking around here now. <laughs> so we all got, you know, we all we all big ballers now. We ain't just, we ain't just, you know, working out of fast food joint just to try to make money just to get by, sacrificing our hours for our, sacrificing hours for money. Where we can just be like Jay Z, Oprah Winfrey out here, do a talk show, all right, once twice a week, and then be like, all right, here we go, we good, all right, still getting your good, getting your your good money in, but you, you know all the streams from them endorsements, you know, as Jay-Z does endorsements and all the other things he does. Other people's money. (laughs) Other people's money, man. Use other people's money to make your money. Legally, of course. Legally. Legally. Do not get in no pyramid schemes. Do not do anything else. Piracy, all of that. Do not do anything else that gets you in trouble. We're giving you legal ways to be great. So use that. Use that has use that use that safely, accordingly, and most importantly, intelligently. No, um, absolutely, absolutely. But JD want to talk about this So, what are the necessary steps to build generational wealth, my guy? Again, kind of what I uh, touched back earlier uh, in the beginning of the episode was uh, you gotta gotta be selfless. You feel me? Because everything that you're doing now 
whether you believe or look into it or not, someone is being affected by those decisions, you know. So if now if you always, you know, going out and you know, uh, buying everybody drinks at the bar or something, you know, going out to eat and when you could have put that aside, maybe, you know, having a little more kickback at the house or something or uh, buying groceries. Now, now you have the tools or, or more so resources to be able to invest in uh, something that's, you know, going to be server purpose for later long down the road. Now, obviously, of course, not everybody has that uh, that type of vision or that mindset because it is like, you know, it's, it gets lonely uh, to a degree because especially if, um, if you're the first person in your family that happens to or even has the chance to break that type of curse or get into that space, like it's, it, it can be very well, um, you know, um, a, a struggle in the beginning because like I said, you seen everybody uh, kind of do what they want or, you know, going all the Easter's, but you know, they, <laughs> you know, barely uh, got a to your name or, or, uh, <laughs> or, or barely having a way to uh, really have fun or, or have the funds to do everything that they probably see, see them doing. But um, like, you know, you saw see guys wearing all these designers or, you know, Gucci belts, fucking, Fendi's, whatever, Balenciaga's, all them types of stuff. But like, if you just put in that same effort into something that's gonna gain comp compound of interest or or build over time, then not only would your family be able to eat, but like your next two, three families from now will be able to eat off a decision that you made today, which I believe is like the, the most uh, powerful thing to do, which is why, you know, I emphasize definitely when it terms of like getting like a life insurance policy now, at least as of today, which you can at least get something back if you were to be, uh, to, to be gone or one, one other way that you can leave them off something versus whatever you had in your bank account at the time, you feel me? Because granted that helps, but funerals ain't cheap, you feel me? So some people, uh, I, I personally want to go out uh, cremated, you feel me? But I also, or and I by this episode, I will already have my will set out in terms of like how, I want everything to go, who gets what, all that. So that way ain't nobody arguing or, or thinking what I want them or what they would think I would want them to have. Like, no, I'm going to have it straight. Like, no, this goes to him or this goes to them and so on and so forth. And and even just understanding the power, the buying power that we have as, as a, a culture or you just even as uh, African descent in America, you feel me, because we... No, now, now you're you, you're starting to champion more so supporting black businesses, you know, and uh, understanding how like how our dollar doesn't even stay within our community longer, like barely over <laughs> a couple of minutes or even an hour or so, you know. But when you hear other ethnic groups like the Asian community or Hispanic community, like their dollar circulates with them like at least a couple of weeks or damn near, you know 
couple of days before they decide to venture out because they understand that or they have that discipline to, you know, work within themselves or work together to build up something so they can have other communities or, or have these spaces to where they can, you know, feed or uh, help those that look like them, you know, because we, we typically get hinged up or where I used to see that, you know, all it takes for one black business you go to and they mess up your order one time and then like, oh, this is why I don't mess with black folks. But mind you, you over there. Yeah, going nah, that's not that's not good. That's not good for the culture, man. We can't. Y'all can't be out here doing that because McDonald's messes up your orders just as Bruh, time every time. Every time Popeyes and mix your spicy with a non-spicy or you feel me? Or they you ran keep out going of back, don't you? People make mistakes. We aren't perfect. Margin of error is a thing, bro. Do not stop supporting your own community businesses or other or other business that you like supporters because you want to support just because they mess something up. It happens. It is what it is. You know, as long as nothing important, you know. Uh, the only thing that's unforgivable in my world is barbering. If somebody mess up the hairline, I <laughs> it's all it's, it's uh, done. That, that's that's the only profession in the world where you got one chance. And if you mess up, no matter how long I've been going to you, you gonna have to put you know, <laughs> where it is. Like, all right, bro. Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. And like say, even going back uh, with the businesses, like um, we uh, like say we we in order for us to get into like a, a Popeye status or like a, or, you know, some or like more so those bigger companies that we got to, you know, be patient or even be uh, able to take con- constructive criticism. Now it's different from just writing a bad review saying like, Oh, I ain't like how they cook their greens or on like how they did or their customer service was whack or whatever, but really like, especially if you want this business particular business to thrive you know really like chop it up with the owner too you feel me or or understand like where they coming from because they really working off of their own dollars you feel me back you know kind of or their own credit line and just you know trying to build up so that way they can venture out and have more uh more shops or or different place uh spots to where you can get they they same product but if you are you know, but but even as an owner as well, that you have to be open to taking that criticism as well, because, you know, sometimes some people do be on a high horse and feel like they don't need to, you know, attend to what the people's needs or, you know, kind of just take it one ear and not the other. But it's like if you especially go be in the community and say you with them, then, you know, sometimes it, it, it I mean, it may hurt to hear the truth sometimes, but I mean, if it, but if that's going to save you a couple thousand or even make you more thousand, then why not, you know, try to take heed of that, you know? So just yeah. you know, prepare and be, be honest with yourself. And as I like, that's, you know, I feel as though, especially with the financial literacy piece that we don't take heed or, or be mindful of, of the psychological part of it as well, because you would think everybody should have somewhat of a planner or or someone that they can confide into about maybe their spending habits or maybe where they can see themselves in the next five ten years from now but a lot of people aren't open to do that because one day you go feel like they either pocket watching or mainly they don't want to be told what they should do with their money or with their funds especially if they felt like as though they worked hard for it and and 
granted they wanted if some of their vices is you know they do want to go to the bar or whatever or still you know do whatever uh there was some of their guilty pleasures they go and do that but they also have to be honest that if it's what they're doing right now gonna put them in the position where they want to be later on the line and that's honestly up for them to to really be honest in doing that because I've definitely heard shit. I remember when I was in the or uh really deep knee deep in the financial service uh industry where I was uh selling life insurance and mind you a tool that you would think everybody would want, but also understanding that not everybody can afford it or nobody wants to have that type of conversation to where like then what do you mean like I they won't be able to have this until like I die which again there is different verse or different type of policies that you can uh invest in that you can actually use right now which is like a whole life policy which is kind of like a somewhat like a mutual fund if you will but like or more so maybe like a CD or a bond somewhat but it actually accumulates money over time so instead of you waiting till like you die and somebody else getting that money but you can also be spending what you put away through that policy as well but then what ultimately some people do pay for which is the cheapest one which is a term policy and that's kind of more so off used for like a defensive approach so like whatever number or however the payout is that's exactly what it's going to be so if you buy like a policy for like 500,000 and that's ultimately where it's always going to stay at but it's going to cost more to keep it over time because of maybe at that time you had got it you were at a um a younger age or you were a little more healthier which again it is it, it can get deep in terms of like what you need to do but ultimately though just be 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 honest with yourself um really like I say you got to be selfless and just like say and, and strategize to to for for your next lineage and not just not just for yourself. So well you 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 heard it you all heard it right there first, you know, steps to creating a general gener, generational generational wealth. Um you know who you want to create for the next you want to create for the next lineage except constructive criticism. I know a lot of people is like, bro, I'm not trying to hear people talk down, but like, mm-hmm. honestly, you gotta, somebody's gotta be honest with you so you know what you gotta be better. You know, as a personal, as being a personal trainer in the future, like, I wouldn't mind a client coming to me, hey, you know, I like the workout overall, but I feel like though the ab workout go too hard. It's a little rough. Like, it's good, but it's still a little too hard. Or, you know, the stretching. I'm not getting enough stretching. I think it's I'm not still still pretty tight when I work out, you know, like I take them things in. I learn. I go, OK, that's cool. All right, I'm glad you gave me your feedback because you could have sat there and just been unhappy with me. No, mm-hmm. you took your time. You came to me. You was like, OK, all right, this is what you can do. I like what you're doing, but I think you can do this better. That's great. That's 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 great. That's great. That's great things right there. You know, being selfless. Like obviously, you know, you don't want to be selfish. That's not what you that's not what you want. Like. You know, I watched Cutthroat. Yep, I know. I watched the movie. I watched the movie Cutthroat City one time, and the movie it showed how like the greed of others led the greed of others 
led to the downfall of like these these singing these these uh it was some black teams like they just they lost everything like because you know they they were down bad on money because it was after it was based in the city after Katrina where the government overlooked them completely like they weren't paying this whole area for nothing. So like, and then the greed got them in trouble in the long run because like they 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 started performing robberies, but then they robbed the place where they couldn't handle. They tried to rob like a government organization, and then all of them got killed for it. And it's like your greed can always be bad for you. And it's like I ended up going to this Bible verse. I think uh, I I had this. It was I think it's First Timothy six. I'm not mistaken. Um, it's like this whole chapter like like where um. I can't think of exactly, but it's to be rich with contentment. Like if you, mm. like if you, to be, to be okay with contentment, like just be like, always be happy with contentment. Like I can't think of the camera side on top of my head right now, wish I could, but like being, being comfortable with contentment is great. Like and I, I, want, I don't want people to confuse with contentment and complacency. That's two different things. Being content is like, okay, like as of right now, I'm a, I'm a college student. I'm graduating in August. I got a job. I got mm-hmm. a job that I, I got a job that I can keep, you know, as I try to get to my actual job that I want to do that's pertaining to my degree. You know, everything is cool. I like where I'm at right now. It's a good, good spot. Versus complacency would be like as if I'm not doing anything. I'm just waiting till school over and I don't have any idea what I want to do next. That's complacency because I'm not thinking about the, the future because the future is going to be here very shortly. So, like, to be happy with contentment is the goal. Cause you know, you can become as the and the the verse did say, those that are endowed in their riches, are the downfall of themselves. So don't get endowed. Don't get too don't get too endowed with yourself. Cause when you come endowed with yourself and not being selfless, worrying about trying to assist others as you know you can, then you're gonna be your own downfall, knocking and stuff and taking saying no to help and saying and saying no to easy criticism that could be really really beneficial to yourself so it's like all these things bro like generational wealth is it's not built through like being financially literate even and like these tools we've been mentioning this entire time and budgeting and investing and all that yes those things are helpful to the cause but the main portion of it all is just the basic, like basic principles of like life for real for real. If you have those basic principalities and all these other things, you can build generational wealth. It's definitely possible. I don't want people to think it's the aforementioned subject. We wouldn't be talking about it if it was like 5,000 years away. No, it's right here in front of you. You just gotta figure out what's best for you and do your thing. Perfect, perfect. Couldn't, couldn't say it better myself. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I don't know about JD, but it's 8.30 on his side. It's almost 11 o'clock over here. And I'm not going to lie, you saw me rub my eye. Your boy is tired. So, <laughs> yeah, man, man. I appreciate um, you marking this time for me, man, to speak on this, man, because it's a lot, you a lot of got to. You got to gotta do it some kind of way. Sometimes it might be in beneficial to me, but... <laughs> It's beneficial to everybody else. So <laughs> I'm a proud example. He's taking, he's taking that 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 sacrifice. You feel me? To you know, when when that payoff comes, remember these nights. <laughs> yep. Selfless. Uh, this is a prime example of selflessness right here. <laughs> <laughs> Educated. I could be. 
I could be sweet, but I'm here educating the masses. So I don't want to sound uh, like a jerk, but you're you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, hey, man, there's nothing wrong with patting yourself on the back, man. Sometimes we, yeah. uh, you know, always the humble approach is always the more uh, acceptable. But sometimes, you know, you got to got uh, somebody ain't going to give you your flowers. And sometimes you got to pick them you up. Give them to yourself. Well... You know, that's all I got for you all today, man. I hope y'all tune in for this, the bits or pieces or whatever part of the conversation you did watch. I hope y'all definitely tuned in because some knowledge was dropped and I hope you use it into the best of your abilities to further your investing, your budgeting, however you want to better yourself financially because finances are something we all got to face. It's not the now, it's in the later and even I learned something because I'm going to start changing the way I look at stocks and the Acorns app I do use for my for where I put my money in as like a savings thing. I just want to, I want to learn. I got you know, Acorns learn as well too. I got yep. Acorns. You got to learn how to, use, how to use that money. E-Trade, uh, Fidelity, shit. I'm yeah. also, um, I use this, uh, uh, it's like basically it's a digital piggy bank called uh, Digit because... For me, it helps me actually put aside for a specific goal. So whether it's like maybe a particular vacation or like a product I want to uh, um, buy or whatever. So I have that set to have them set those separate things off. And then I can have them either put towards five, maybe a dollar five, ten dollars a every other week or whatever or however uh reincurring you want it to come you feel me so it's it's definitely ways where you can help like say for me it like you can also do this for free or be disciplined enough to write everything down but like i say we know sometimes we spend more than what we have or you know dip into some stuff that we don't necessarily mean to so just no way to, to help. Uh, a whole nother plug man so one of these things got a sponsor it's got this point because bro yeah we're giving you everything we're giving you everything possible you know um maybe one day this could be like a bi-weekly or weekly thing where we just drop some finance thoughts for the people and y'all just Mm -hmm. give Mm -hmm. us your thoughts and your responses and know what you want to hear us talk about because i always do i already do it my self-care saturdays with my health knowledge and i'm more than welcome to open it to somewhere else where i can find another day we can sit down for like 40 minutes or an hour and just be uh, even shorter, less than 30 to 40 minutes to give y'all some quick tidbits on a certain finance topic and we roll it out 30 minutes, we break it down to the best we can and we teach y'all as much as we can just to better ourselves and, you know, help the masses as we try to do with episodes like this. But long story short, um, other podcast news, uh, uh, let's see, 29, 29, 30, four episodes left, guys. We got four episodes left in the season. Ooh. I've went, I've, I've, I've covered everything. I've tried to do the best I can for season two. Um, season three, I don't know at this moment in time. All I know is I got two series man, in the you, way. You, you already giving away too much, man. They go. Man, gotta, 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 gotta tell them what's coming up. To expect to be surprised. Obviously, I'm going to continue with what I'm doing here with the regular episodes and the regular doses, but you know, a cartoon series, Nickelodeon, you know, stay tuned. Uh, NBA series as well. Uh, I got some things coming along the way, so stay tuned for all those and other things, of course. 
But next week, uh, join us for episode 28 as we continue our Musical Beginnings series, part three. We talk with Jay Turney and his pathways of music. We run it back on the track because he's a track runner. He liked, the, he liked the pun, sorry. Not a jokester, but I figured somebody would get it. But yeah, that's what we got next. Um, but in the meantime, I appreciate y'all for coming out today to watch my episode. And as always, stay tuned. And this is your host, Hours signing off. And I appreciate JD for coming on. Follow the Area 1510 podcast on Instagram. Uh, and like you said, on all platforms, not just Spotify and Apple, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and others. Yes, yes. And you can also find my uh, IG at AHJD with two underscores in between A and JD. So you're going to do that. And yes, please check out the Area 510 podcast. We drop every Tuesday. From we on our, we just dropped our 18th episode uh, this past mm-hmm. Tuesday. So please, please tap in. And, and, and don't forget also, we, uh, we got options. That's actually the business that actually sponsored the podcast as well so yes please and that's at uh you can find that instagram at underscore we got options so great stuff great great stuff man you know i wanted to say this earlier i had my little california shirt on my little pacific ocean had my little palm trees in the back <laughs> i see you man hey we gotta get you down on this side man really really tell you how, well, how the money is stuff. right don't worry your boy is definitely gonna travel and do some things but in the meantime we gotta grind now so i can lay back later so you know i won't be going going back to cali as biggie says but i will be coming <laughs> there soon but i'm all out of the analogies i'm all over the puns man like i said i appreciate y'all for joining us this is your host our signing off and as always see y'all soon what's up everybody that concludes today's episode join us next time as we, when we release another one as always we continue releasing our episodes Friday at 12 on a bi-weekly basis. Give us a follow on our pages, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. All the ad names are right there on the screen. As always, this is your host, Ira, signing off. And see y'all soon.